welcome to all the foodies and the followers to another exciting episode of our of our delightful podcast today we are honored to have the sensational suvarna a distinguished food blogger with a significant social media following suvarna doesn't just talentalize taste buds she has also mastered the art of beauty blogging Join us as we delve into the delightful conversation exploring the intersection of culinary delights with the influencer herself. Get ready for a feast of flavors and some tips about the food as we unravel Suvarna's journey on this episode. Hello ma'am, how are you? Hi, Hi Karnika, I'm really good. How are you? All good. Thank you so much. I should be very thankful that you have invited me today and uh, this is my first first podcast and I'm so excited uh, to have this with you. That's my pleasure ma'am. Thanks for giving your precious time to us. And we shall we start with the questionnaire round about the Absolutely. Food? Absolutely. Sure. I'm sure after this podcast people must be running to the nearby restaurants. <laughs> who have their favorite dishes i'm sure i'm sure let's see <laughs> definitely okay, okay. So let's start with it how do you approach food styling to make your dishes visually appealing for your audience uh well i am a firm believer that food is not just about the taste it's about how it looks how we present it and uh, the presentation makes it more you know tastier uh so what i do um, always i keep my plating very simple i just throw some colors um like red from chilies greens from coriander and some black and white from sesame and cream so it just adds a lot of you know uh, fresh flavors to it plus it looks very colorful and very good so um it's very colorful and it it just makes your food your dish very tempting so that's uh what my take on uh food styling that's really good because i still remember in master chef people the judges used to say one thing yeah just how your food looks if it looks Absolutely. good we will eat it otherwise we won't eat it Yes, yes. So, uh, uh, styling is something which is very important, and I'm still working on it. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm a very professional in food styling, but I'm still learning. Uh, the, you know, the area of uh, food and uh, culinary art. That's nice because you also go to restaurants to blog them. Yes. Other than that, you also cook, which and you share your cooking tips on your social. Media. Yeah, I share my recipes with uh, all the knowledge that I have. <laughs> yeah, and also some styling. Also, you say we present it maybe with the, you know, maybe some with a dash of pepper. Yeah, with a dash <laughs> of pepper and all that thing. Yes, yes. I I see your page and I'm like, okay, when I cook, when I start, when the time when I will start cooking, I will use these tips. <laughs> <laughs> sure sure please do that i'd be so honored and happy oh my god um, seeing I'll, all that <laughs> i'll definitely do that 
proceed to the next one. Can you share sure. your favorite kitchen gadget mm-hmm. or tool that has become indisp- uh, sorry indispensable in your food blogging journey? Uh, well, one of my favorite, um, yeah, I would say, kitchen appliance or tool or gadget uh, would be an air fryer. Oh air fryer is a big game changer. It's a life saver. It, um, it, you know, it saves so much time. It makes your food very healthy because you really don't need any oil. Right. If you if you're craving for some fried chicken, you can just marinate the chicken and just throw it in the air fryer. And in 20 to 30 minutes, your fried chicken without oil is ready. So air fryer is a game changer. Okay. And uh, that I would pick air fryer as my favorite, you know, kitchen tool or kitchen gadget. So yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> air fryer is the favorite. And there is one thing which I was. Uh, you know, while scrolling the reel, I saw now yeah. people are making puris in air fryer. Yes, you can make anything. You can make pakoras, fitters, and um, samosas, kachoris like Indian samosas and all. You can really make delicious uh, air fried uh, snacks. Usually, they are fried snacks in India, but uh, you can just throw it in the air fryer and. Ta-da, you will get all uh, air fried snacks which is like amazing tastes so good that's and there's no different in taste as well yeah so, that's yeah yeah so it's that good uh, and it has a lot of health benefits especially for health the benefits who are into fitness freakers or who have some health issues cholesterol Absolutely. heart issues it saves a lot of time also and it's very convenient to use so if a person is you know uh, going for a job or something so it's very convenient for them to use that mm-hmm. and they want to have some grilled salad grilled vegetable salad so they can just make it in like 10 minutes or not just 10 minutes they, 6 to 7 minute max and their salad would be ready mm-hmm. so it's that easy and convenient that's so, nice. Yeah. Even I read somewhere soon, I don't know is it happening now or not, but soon even McDonald's is planning to use air fryers for yes. price. Yes, yes. Um, I uh, was uh, checking a video where in the US a lot of good restaurants have, you know, incorporated uh, air fryers in their kitchen. So people are uh, inclining towards using air fried snacks and food. Which is good, which is very good. So we can get healthy options in uh, restaurants as well. That's that's really true. And yes. even we can also eat without, you know, thinking that it will harm our cholesterol. or it Yeah, will yeah, yeah, absolutely. Diabetes or something, which people mostly deal in India is with cholesterol issues and diabetes. So they yeah, can yeah. eat the things. Eat yes. the fried <laughs> things which are not fried. Yeah, which are not right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, how do you handle and adapt to feedback from your audience, especially when it comes to recipe adjustment or improvements? Oh, feedbacks. Well, I take feedbacks quite positively. Uh, 
I usually believe that in any work area or in any work field, feedbacks and critics are very important in your, you know, personal growth. Hmm. Because uh, it really allows us to understand how a message is being received to the audience, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then we have the ability, you know, to adjust our message according to their preferences, to audience preferences, and make improvements in our content. Mm-hmm. But I also get negative uh, feedbacks. there are positive feedbacks there are negative feedbacks and about the negative feedbacks um it's like i stay very calm and um i avoid giving any emotional you know sort of reaction to it but uh, it's natural also that we do get defensive sometimes uh, listening some wrong things or wrong feedbacks about us or about our work so uh, i just you know first think about it with a clear head and uh, then i give my answer to it so that's how i handle all the feedbacks no rocket science <laughs> that's nice because i'm sure there must be a lot of ladies which used to die do you know what this is why should not be uh, included in this uh, yes absolutely you should have given it like that we tried your recipe it came out to be very bad for us so something yes yes every person has a different taste and every household has a different recipe yeah so uh they are making it in a different way i am making it in a different way but if people will criticize no matter what so it's you know it's in our hands how we going to deal with it how we take it so it's better to take everything positively with a clear head and not to think about all those negative comments so much so that's how one should you know take feedbacks that's nice and even you know uh, there are different spices also in different areas for example yeah. i am from jaipur rajasthan so i'm pretty sure that my red spice the kashmiri red spice only will taste different from the place where you are right now yeah yeah absolutely absolutely uh, jaipur jaipuri spice is very spicy and it has a very distinct flavor yeah. and uh, like i am from chatisgarh so uh, in my area the spice levels and the flavors of a particular spice will be very different so you cannot judge or you cannot match so there will be uh, tidbits uh, kind of uh, you know differences in the recipes so yeah it will be there and you just have to deal with it and to all the listeners she's really sweet please don't give her negative <laughs> feedbacks it's my humble no no i am just give me feedbacks any negative positive i will take it and i will improve myself it will be for my betterment only so yeah thanks for you <laughs> so what are some common misconceptions about flu food blogging and how would you address them because you know people say especially oh my god you are a food blogger so okay you will you must be getting the free food in marriott oh you must be getting free food in itc you know <laughs> yeah it is it is there it is there people have this misconception that we always get free food or free stuff but it's not like that always uh, we do get collaborations and through that you know we uh, in return we give them uh, like videos or post 
or shout outs so it's a different thing but i would like to address a very big misconception here um you know wherever i go people usually ask me that uh, oh you're a food blogger or oh you 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 blogging you're a blogger you must be doing it for you know just a pa- pa- uh, like uh, what to say just a part time job yeah or you you're you're just a homemaker so you're doing it just to you know kill your time or just to pass your time so that you don't get bored so people have this misconception about the blogging or the bloggers that they are just doing it for the part time thing it's a part time thing but they don't understand uh, the hard work we put in in making you know a simple recipe making interesting so that you don't scroll it up or scroll it down <laughs> you watch it share it save it like it so it's a lot of hard work in it so yeah that's also a very big misconception that people think that it's just a hobby for us and it's not a full fledged you know a profession that even i agree to you because people say to me when they come on my podcast also yeah <laughs> i'm sure guests are all, oh you're so young you must be doing it just because you like to talk to people <laughs> people say that you want some knowledge of the world that's why and i'm like okay i do agree ki uh, it's my passion of doing it but I, at the same time i also feel this i am getting knowledge is okay but people are also listening they will also get the knowledge also no yes yes so, yes like that but uh, for food blogging to even i have heard sometimes ki people say to bloggers not to food bloggers to any bloggers to in are, general uh, bloggers yeah to any that, bloggers uh, you must be doing you must love it that's why you are you know mm. yes you uh, uh, you must be into it and you won't like they think that we like food blogging Hmm. and in our life we are unable to be a chef or we are unable to be some you know culinary artist or something like that that's why we are doing food blogging to satisfy our needs <laughs> for the things which we couldn't get so we are just satisfying our cravings by doing it by doing yeah. it they don't know we actually like blogging rather than being a chef or maybe something else in food industry i'm not aware much about it Hmm. I feel like you should accept it also as a profession because it is absolutely yeah because it is an upcoming profession and trust me people are you know earning like really good we see you know Kunal Kapoor Vikas yeah, yeah they are they are two master chefs they are two master we are just you know budding yeah. small <laughs> small bloggers they are just small bloggers yeah they also you know do this uh, food blogging stuff they have their youtube channels yeah they, right they own a lot of restaurants but still because we like show, showing to people that this approach can also be take place in this field yeah it takes a lot of hard work uh, creating script creating content making shooting videos and then editing it it's you know it's the whole day process and it's very hectic also sometimes we can't take you know sundays off or saturdays off we don't have like 9 to 5 jobs we have like full 24 hours whenever we are free we have to you know get back to the editing so 
it's difficult <laughs> being a homemaker i feel it's a bit more difficult because you know we are the people who will be like we have to take care of our home also we have to yeah yeah followers also i feel that you know uh, this edit part will look better okay my son or my mother in law or xyz needs food i have to prepare that i have to absolutely what i have to you know shoot tomorrow so i feel it's it's a 24/7 job despite the fact we are not editing it but subconsciously it is going in our mind that what we have to do next yeah yeah it is there it is so it is so you know mind consuming thing that uh, it's keep on in, like even i'm sitting with you but it's in my head that that what recipe i should be making you know in my next video it should be creative also it should be simple also and uh, it's a traditional or maybe trending uh, recipe so a lot of things uh, you know are there in uh, professional blogging but people don't understand so this is a big misconception that people think it's a hobby for us and not a profession an actual profession that is wrong and i feel now we are in 21st century people should uh, accept the things we have yeah. met to us now which is whole virtual reality so absolutely yes <laughs> in reality i feel true 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 <laughs> okay so can yeah. you share a funny or a memorable incident r- related to your experience as a food blogger um i don't have any funny or you know I won't say memorable incident because I'm very new to food blogging and uh, but yeah one uh, memory I can tell you I was in 8th or 7th uh, or 8th standard and there was this competition um hosted by Holics so yeah so they uh, told all the um uh, participants to make a recipe using holics so that's how uh passion for cooking for me started okay. it started from that competition and then i was unstoppable i used to cook all chana cholas and whatever i'm finding you know lotus stem vegetable curry i used to make all those things but yeah it's just a sweet memory that i have because uh, my cooking journey started from that competition and my mother really insisted me to take part in that competition she uh, came with me and she helped me and though i never won that but still <laughs> it's a good sweet memory so, so yeah that's out of holics i made a seven layered pudding Wow. So yeah so it has a layer of biscuits custards ice cream then sprinkle of holics so yeah but the judges uh, they did not scoop in all the way down they were, they were just they just had all the upar ka cream and all na so i never won <laughs> Oh, but I request yeah. you to kindly share your that recipe with us Absolutely I was planning actually uh to share that recipe very very soon so you check out there <laughs> done 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 and then i will make something 
I will sure. say same thing. I am not that much, uh, you know, innovative in cooking. Whatever is there, whatever is given in the, uh, you know, in a recipe or in a okay reel or in a YouTube, I'll just do this. This is okay done. Lie <laughs> my mind at all by just saying let's put some more spice in it. I'll be like, no, it's not put it. <laughs> because actually I am cooking it so it will be worse now if we do something else there are 99% of probability that it will come out as worst so let's not do that actually cooking is all about you know adjustments and you, if one tablespoon of turmeric or one tablespoon of garam masala is fine for me I am not sure it may be fine for you or not maybe you you prefer some lighter notes of garam masala so so cooking is all about adjustments of the ingredients and not just stick to somebody's you know one to one recipe you have seen you have uh, you have the reference just adjust the ingredients according to your preference so cooking is all about that adjusting and experimenting yeah i remember that's my yeah. <laughs> that's my amul tip for the day Yes, a more tip for the day. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So, how do you integrate your cultural background or personal experiences into your recipes and storytelling? Okay. So, you know, um I'm I was born and raised in Raipur, Chhattisgarh. Then I got married in a family which belongs to beautiful hills of Uttarakhand. Then I'm, yeah. Then I'm finally settled in uh, West Bengal. So uh, culture, I think, with this kind of movement now, uh, which is luckily happening in my life, uh, it is giving me a lot of experience about different cultures and different food experiences. Uh, but there's one thing which I do. Um, I interact with local people a lot and I ask them about their culture, about their local recipes. I go to um, this uh, local uh, fresh vegetable market and I pick all the vegetables by myself. I never send any staff to go and pick vegetables for me. I go personally and I pick all those vegetables and stuff. And then I come back home. And even there also, I ask people, how do you make it? How do you, um, what all ingredients do you put in? So with that, you know, all those stories and uh, experiences come. So yeah, this is the thing. <laughs> really nice. And I feel yeah. Gives you authentic taste also. Absolutely. Plus, it uh, it opens you. You know, uh, it what to say? It uh, gives you an idea about different culture and different food uh, preferences of different people. And uh, it's these stories and these cultures are everywhere around you, and especially if you're living in India, because there are people belonging to every culture they are present here around us you just need to look for those recipes and you just need to ask them and bam you have the recipe and you have those culture experiences and stories so yeah that's true and there is one thing you know that i'm pretty sure the fish in uh, west bengal is must be hmm. 
different from Chhattisgarh, and then it would be different from Uttarakhand. Huh, there must be because I personally I'm not a non-vegetarian. I'm a pure vegetarian, so I don't eat fish. But yeah, it is there. Uh, Bengali fish is uh, more flavorful, very tasty, and uh, other um, regional items of fish they taste different. So there will be, you know, with water, taste also changes. We say it in India, right? So water makes things very different. Yeah, and. like we are vegetarians even i am vegetarian so there is you know nadru a uh, nadru is a stem yeah yeah lotus lotus stem yeah it's different of west bengal then of uh, kashmir then absolutely of, then of kerala yeah so, yeah yeah true true different but all the way you are too much diversified so i feel <laughs> a lot of i'm still uh, you know moving here and there in different states and different districts even in bengal so i'm just collecting all those you know traditional recipes uh, from the villages and local people so it's yeah. fun it's a fun experience but west bengal is a indian one of the place of foods people love food of west yeah people are people love their food here people love their food and they uh, they are very efficient in making uh, you know different varieties of bhartas and uh, bengali sweets it's yum it's really yum here very nice i love it Yeah, even things are really good. That mishti doi and mishti doi and yeah, roshogulla. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Now I want some. <laughs> I, I told you then the end of the podcast. You and the people must be thinking. In a, even I will be also thinking to going in some restaurant or at least going in kitchen to eat something. <laughs> yeah. True. 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 Okay. <laughs> Uh, so how do you stay organized with your recipe development testing and content planning um organize being organized is very important actually in uh, this blogging profession so what i do is i uh, make my script i decide my recipe uh, a day before or a night before and if i'm trying some new recipe so i prefer that i'd be you know trying and trying making it and uh, testing it a week before so that i get a week time to uh, make improvements in that recipe and i make other people also taste it if it's you know good then only i uh, make it you know public <laughs> so that's how i do it so that's that's all about any sort of blogging you need to be very organized you need to uh make your script you need to make your recipe and everything written down that's very important in any sort of blogging especially in food blog that's really nice and uh, yeah. but that's also hard work what if your recipe doesn't come out the way you want so you have to you know delete all that videos then maybe you make the same thing or maybe you change your recipe or maybe you change the cuisine which you are making or something yeah what i never record uh until and unless my recipe is perfect then only i record my recipe i never i first try it 
I first try it. I let other people taste it, and when everybody will give me approval, my family gives me approval, especially my husband. Then only I, you know, record it and I make it in a proper way. But yeah, sometimes uh, it happens that you miss something or camera stops in between. But then you have to make it all the way from the beginning. So it's hard work. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice, but your family is pretty lucky to eat different things every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a actually, you know, I have to think about their health also, my health also, and you can't just eat cheese and you can't eat all-purpose flour or refined flour every day, you know. So I need to make all those recipes which are healthier, all which are healthier and. Uh, they also prefer and health should be managed so that's all about it that's really true even i feel because you know on instagram there are a lot of people who are food bloggers they yeah. especially, especially i would say the youth the youth bloggers they mostly if you see they will be making some kind of a pizza or a fast food with a lot of yeah with a lot of mayonnaise we can eat that for a day Or for a two day, but third day we also need you know roti and sabzi or the dal. We need yeah, we need proper dal, chawal, ghee, achar, papad, yeah. whatever, or one sabzi, roti. You can't eat mayonnaise. You can't eat heavy loaded cheese every single day. You just can't have that. Even the Italians don't eat pasta with so much cheese. They eat very light pastas with uh, measured quantity. If you noticed, uh, notice some Italian videos of people who are blogging in Italy, you will notice that they eat in very small portions. Yeah. So even when they are eating pastas and stuff like that, their pizzas are also not very heavy loaded cheese like what we get in India nowadays. It's, it's too much yeah and even you know uh, my father always says uh, he's in health so he says ki currently youth of india is having a very low life expectancy rate the reason is your fast food the cholesterol uh, kidney stones gallbladder yeah. stones like there were one uh, there was my friend in my school days at the age of 12 her gallbladder was operated oh my god that's pretty young yeah because you know mm-hmm. in their house they used to have a very heavy food like uh, they were rajput so they used to eat non veg every day so they eat with a lot of you know oil with a lot of mm-hmm. yeah uh, you know naan hmm naan yeah naan breads yeah <laughs> no that's very unhealthy and in india we feel that this is our royalty you know this is what we eat to show the royalness to people <laughs> that our paneer will always float in oil and i feel that is the worst thing which we are showing to people because that is showing how much unhealthy we are absolutely bilkul right you right our basic food is dal our basic food is rice ragi millets yeah. millets these are the basic foods uh, of in food of india and the vegetables of course paneer and indian cheese 
i i my grandmother used to say that when they were young they never heard of paneer or cheese mm-hmm. they always knew about the curd yogurt mm-hmm. and milk there were no you know traces of paneer or cheese at that time and they were young even when my father was young he never heard of paneer when he grew up then he got to know about paneer and then cheese so it's i think it i don't know about the history much uh, on this topic but yeah a basic food is millet rice dal varieties of dal rajma this is our authentic food indian cuisine wow even in us people what we have observed let's not about let's not talk about us let's talk about japan who have the yeah. high life expectancy yes uh, yes absolutely yeah people eat their just soup actually just soup and maybe wheat bread that is also in a very very small portion they mostly yeah, right. soup and uh, a small portion of rice maybe or a very small size of a bread that is also whole wheat bread and and the soup they don't feel hungry because soup is having a lot of vegetables in that yeah a lot of vegetables they um, eat very protein uh, protein rich diet and very nutrients packed in it in japan plus the why they are so lean fit and uh, their life expectancy rate is high because of the uh, you know portion they can they eat in very limited portion they control their uh, portion size food portion size so that is there in india there's no, there's nothing like portion control there's there's nothing like that so yeah we eat like with open hearts <laughs> but that's also a beauty of yeah. our india <laughs> i come from a punjabi background family okay so, as we this is you know dialogue in us mama mami ke ghar gaye ho to mote ho ke aoge yes a person doesn't gain around 5 kgs in the nana nani's and mama mami's house then it means in us that there is a fault in the nana nani or in the <laughs> that's that's actually the beauty of india that we eat with our open hearts we don't think much and and there's obviously love also our even nana nani's they makes food with so much love na so love ka thoda extra kgs ho hi jata hai important but their food is very healthy as compared to our food like in punjab people eat a lot of sarso ka saag and you know mm-hmm. the chutneys are also on you know that I don't know what we say. Makka, makka, makke di roti. But we don't uh, use uh, that. You know our normal stove in that. They use how in the chulha. Chulha, chulha. Yeah, yeah. It is very healthy. It's very healthy. Yeah, every state has their healthy food. Not just any. I mean, we don't. We should not just categorize it. But every state has a healthy food, and. Um, actually our indian food is very healthy it's very healthy uh, this fast food culture is making you know a bit unhealthy but still if we are portion controlling it and we are eating you know uh, right food at the right time then we can also manage every single thing in life that's true that's really true yeah 
So in the age of visual platforms, how important hmm. do you think high quality food photography is for the success of a food blog? High quality videos are very important. very important because there are thousands and thousands of content in the form of reels and videos which are coming every single day on you know different social media platform and there are there are only few video which gets you know millions and millions of views and if we search why are they getting it it's because of their high quality uh high quality videos or pictures and then comes the script yeah because first thing we check as a viewer is the video quality or the picture quality if the picture quality or video quality is low and it's not up to the mark then what's the meaning of script nobody would see they will just scroll 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 it down scroll it up and just uh hop on to next content so, so it's very important it's very important there is one saying in india no jo dikhta hai wo bikta hai absolutely it in any market in anything you are stepping in a social media market or in any market jo dikhta hai wo bikta hai aap acha quality if you are giving a good quality content will be selling it would be selling so yeah that's about it so how do you find a balance between staying true to your culinary design culinary style and being open to trying new trends in the ever evolving food landscape okay so see being a being any blogger you have to be very trendy as well you need to check all the new trends you need to follow all the new trends which are coming and um but there should be, but there but one has to keep a balance uh, between their true style and the new trends if you see if you check my page so it's like i have um, um, added all traditional recipes as well and a few trending recipes and what you'll notice all uh, the videos which i've got you know 3 million or 2 million views they are all of traditional recipes so i think people are now inclining towards traditional food. traditional food yeah so this is what i'm observing um because there are a lot of trending recipes out in the market so i think the balance is important it's That's- indeed important yeah just the way you mentioned that indian food is more healthy food as compared to any western food or any yeah, yeah. country food i feel people are now realizing it and they are coming back to their roots yes yes absolutely um i would uh, request all the viewers to check my page once and i have you know created very um basic uh, yet unknown recipes i mean i have um Uh, broad bean i have uh, added broad beans chutney which is quite unusual which i learned in your bengal and then there is masoor dal bharta again a very unique recipe yeah i've never heard of it before that so uh, and it's so delicious and it's so tasty you can you know just have it with rice so those kind of videos are touching million views 
Mm. And uh, yeah, so I feel like people are, you know, going towards more traditional food items and more unique recipes rather than same old trending that uh, chili garlic noodles. Or I have shared that also, but my those videos never <laughs> got that kind of views. So yeah, Indian people they are uh, coming, you know, uh, to their back to the roots, back to the traditional recipes. Back so it's all about. Yeah, back to pavilion, right? <laughs> That's right. So, what message would you like to share to the viewers? Uh, the only message is keep your food simple, keep your um, ingredients basic. Switch to millets. Like millets are uh, is our you know millets any type of millets like ragi and bajra. Switch to millets. So those are very healthy food. Our Indian food is very healthy, and uh, search for those kind of food. So that's the only message that I would give to my subscribers or listeners. Yeah. And how did you feel on our podcast? How was your lovely? You're such a lovely girl. I this was like I told you that this uh, is my first post- podcast, and it was so comfortable and warm. having a conversation with you and i'm really honored that you invited me here it was wonderful experience thank you for inviting me thank you so much even it it is my wonderful experience to have you you talked about the things which even i never heard just like move just like some millet uh, bharta yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> something the chutney you said and the yeah. thing This needs to be talked as we are coming into New Year. It's twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. We can take reserve that we can promise to ourselves that we will uh, eat healthy food. We will go towards a healthy lifestyle. We can. I won't say that take this as your resolution because it won't work. But you can at least promise to yourself. At least you will try to keep yourself as much healthier as you can. Yeah. Right. So sometimes it's okay to go in cafes, to go in Starbucks, to go everywhere. But still, I'll say that you can carry your own food. Even pilots carry their own food from their home. Yeah, yeah. I know a few pilots. They carry their own food. They carry their different dabba. Yeah. And because they need to be healthy, it's so hectic being a pilot. Yeah. And be or being a air hostess or host, so they always carry their own tiffin and dabba, and they eat uh, all ghar ka khana home cooked food. Yeah, uh, even they get free, you know, Starbucks coffee or on airports they have their free cards and everything. But still, they prefer to eat their own food. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's there. Or apples or fruits, whatever. So please eat something good so that you can live long and you can make people smile. For a longer duration. Yes, that's true. Very well said. <laughs> And that's it to all the listeners. That's it for the day. Stay safe. Stay happy. Keep rising. Keep shining. Lots of love. Lots of regards to you and your family. Stay safe. I'll see you in next podcast. So bye bye. And I love you guys so much. So stay tuned for the next one.